0: To listen to this, for me, like we're friends, and, and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry
1: Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. So. Like they'll give somebody like a three-piece suit and a pocket watch or something,
0: and you're like, "What do you mean? This is his new look? How could that be his new look?" You know, someone turns a corner to their cat, and the cat says, well ha!" Like a southern gentleman.
1: And I love that. Hello, and welcome to People You May Know. Today I had Andrew Bear on, one of my good friends. We are pretty comfortable doing podcasts together at this point. We have done two podcasts together. Currently, we are on the Power Warriors Dungeons and Dragons podcast together, where we do a bunch of silly voices. And we used to do a big brother podcast together. Season 17 of Big Brother. Me and Andrew and our friend David. I had a lot of fun doing that podcast with them. They did not have so much fun. I have been watching Big Brother since season one. So I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite reality shows and I watch tons and tons and tons of reality shows. So that's saying a lot, but David and Andrew do not like reality shows in general, I think, but they really for sure do not like Big Brother. It was just not something they were ever interested in. It's insane that we ever did a podcast about this. So along with those credentials, Andrew possesses. Andrew is a fantastic musician. Just truly great. You know, when a friend first tells you, Hey, I have this hobby or this special talent. Do you want to see? You're like, um, do I? Like, how convincing can I be if this is terrible? So with Andrew, thankfully that's not the case. I would love to play some clips for you. I'm in a real clippy mood. And I want you to know that I'm not just saying shit. And I also know when you recommend something on Instagram or any sort of social media, you tell someone, Hey, watch this video, listen to this song, whatever it is. No one, no one is watching these things. No one's listening to these things. No one's going to Spotify and finding this album so they can listen to this song that you said makes you feel alive or whatever. It's just not happening. But if I splice in, some clips of these songs then you're kind of forced to listen right so SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash cloutworthy, C-L-O-T-W-O-R-T-H-Y. Along with making very serious, beautiful music, Andrew makes some really fucking silly songs. Andrew has some comedic songs that are so ridiculous and some are like so esoteric that only the people in our particular group chat would even understand or appreciate them.
0: <laughs> Where were you the day Cold Barton met Shaq at the Hooters in Phoenix, Arizona?
1: The best example I can give you is my absolute favorite, XBF's Dead GF's. This song came about when we were all talking in the group chat and there were some common stories about ex-boyfriends who have dead ex-girlfriends there were at least two so more than one so andrew just decided to make a song about that concept and it's legitimately so good and so funny
0: come on girl tell me all about your ex-boyfriend and how he had a girlfriend who did heroin and it took her life away
1: andrew has created some of the most beautiful songs i've ever heard in my life along with some of the most hilarious songs I've ever heard in my life. And then some of the stupidest songs I've ever heard in my life, like the theme song for our Big Brother podcast.
0: and podcast.
1: And we did date briefly because I was just absolutely crazy about this person who was so kind and so funny and unique and I'm so thankful that we're still friends so I'm thrilled to have Andrew on the show today and I'm thrilled for you to get to listen to Andrew and be as endeared to them as I have been in the years we've known each other welcome to the show
0: I forget what (laughs) we were just talking about um
1: just uh uh being overly critical of people's motives Uh, or you know a paranoid
0: (laughs) yeah 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 I don't know um it does make it does make me better friends. Oh yeah. But at the same time I feel like I'm a pain in the ass for people because <laughs> I I don't know. I I I really really am sick of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I hate small talk. Like I want to I would like to know someone well mm-hmm. upon our like our first meeting
1: okay and what do you think of a small talk because recently there were like two different TV shows that I watched where they put like how are you in the small talk category mm-hmm. and for me I was like I mean I don't know if you're sincerely asking I don't think it's small talk but if you're saying it and just expecting them to go I'm good you then it is you know
0: right So that's, yeah, that's interesting because then that depends on how willing the other person is to engage. Like, how are you could be. A very very interesting question. Yeah. If the other person is like feeling chatty. Yeah. For or, sure. or or vulnerable. Yeah. Like if someone asked me how are you and I wasn't guarded. Like yeah, I, I'd give them a <laughs> shit.
1: I have way yeah. too much. I always think it's funny when you're like at the yeah. store and you ask the cashier they are and they're like, ah, oh, you know, it's uh kind of crazy here today and they, like they go into more like I don't know I like it yeah. but it's also <laughs> surprising. <laughs>
0: It's it is surprising. And so it's unsettling for that reason. But at the same time, like reflecting on those experiences, I think it's really nice because it means that person like did in that moment trust you enough to just (laughs) vent to you.
1: Well, and I, I hope that I mean, I guess it doesn't matter how they do it, but I wonder if some of them do that with like every single person that comes through.
0: Right. That could be true, Because, like,
1: I used to have this coworker, yeah. and I could hear through the walls. It was really annoying. And every single person she talked to, she would tell the same story each day. It would be like, oh, yeah. I was in my car this morning, and this annoying thing happened, and this annoying thing happened. And I'm like, you're not bored with your own story by now. You told the same people. Yeah, that is,
0: that is maddening. That's, well, yeah. that's just a boring person. <laughs> right. Like, like that's that's the person who doesn't like actively seek new experiences oh. or interesting things.
1: Well and what was weird is she was a therapist. So it was like you're not even really supposed to be talking about yourself but certainly not this much so I kind of think she was also just like this is going to help like cushion the therapy time so I don't have to get so much out of them I'll just tell them my stuff. Okay. Which is not it's not a good you're not supposed to do that but But I I think that might be what it was.
0: You're not supposed to do like personal sharing at all?
1: You can. It usually, there should be a reason. It doesn't
0: happen. It's never happened with me. Oh, you've never had a
1: therapist self-disclose?
0: Not really. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty
1: rare. Some don't do it at all. Um, and some people, if they really feel like it's, like, helpful clinically, they might share something slightly personal, but usually not go into much detail or anything. Um, yeah. When I was a teenager in therapy, I, like, made my therapist tell me stuff. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, are you married? That's- and, you know.
0: Like, I that's cool for know. a teenager. But...
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's when I would self-disclose more is when I worked with teens because sure. they yeah. don't always trust you and they kind of want to know, like, why do you want to know about this? Or Bleh.
0: well, also you, you can provide them like valuable context for the world and human interaction right. that they probably haven't gotten yet. Cause they're so young. Yes. Yeah.
1: They're always shocked when you yeah. tell them stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Adults and that's, can stay
0: more than just.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's what I always like. So with teens, I like to tell them more and give them life advice because they're ready for those sorts of epiphanies. Where Whoa, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with younger kids, I like to do a lot of voices. So like, sure, <laughs> yeah. If you're like yeah. reading something, read it in like a British accent or something because they're like, what? Like they can't believe it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Being around really, really small kids is like how I want to be ideally because I can just be a stupid mm-hmm. idiot all the time.
1: Yeah. Totally. Um, although, although
0: I, I, I do get tired of that. I run out of energy eventually. <laughs> I can't, I can't lie and pretend that, but,
1: <laughs> but it's nice. like You can be yourself in a way, but it's also exhausting because they want more and more and more and more.
0: Right. I eventually I can't top myself I can't find another really funny thing to do (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) constantly trying to impress the kids I just read a quote the other day that was something like never play with your kids because they'll never let you stop
0: (laughs) yeah 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 I
1: was like yeah that's kind of what kids are like exactly (laughs) so we don't really like need an icebreaker because we just have this this whole situation but we're going to do it anyway because it's what I like to do so for you The questions are, which is cuter? Mm
0: -hmm. Okay,
1: I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of things, different options. Which is cuter? A kitten stepping into the food bowl to eat or a kitten falling asleep while sitting up? That's pretty tough. It is tough. Really visualize it, visualize Mm -hmm. them. And ideally visualize the same kitten so that you're not like being unfair. Like Maybe you like calicos and that one's a tabby. Not fair.
0: Falling asleep, sitting up.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: like, so like the the normal cat pose.
1: Yeah, the cat like standing up.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I I just didn't want to say standing and have you picture a whole hind leg situation.
0: Right, because that was like, oh, that's pretty remarkable. But... <laughs> All right, so I I think I have my answer. Okay. All right. Uh, I think it's the food bowl.
1: <laughs> okay, and what what's your reasoning there?
0: um that's it's one of the magical adorable things about animals especially little animals uh is that they get so fucking excited over food (laughs) like like it makes their fucking day they cannot control themselves they feel like so much joy yeah i don't know
1: that is so correct that is so right like because it is like, it is a little, little kitten that does that. You don't sure. usually get baby kittens in their food bowl, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's a baby. Like, I had these kittens once. This is another example of them going crazy, going hog wild wow. over food. They were like six weeks old, maybe. And,. They first of all, they think you're gonna steal their food. That's my favorite fucking thing. You yes, <laughs> put down some cats the food do, yeah. and they put their paw on it. Right. Like, don't you take it. And then they would go, like just growl like the cutest little, just so angry bear growl trying yeah. to protect their food. And it's like, Oh my god, you're like less than a pound. You're so stupid. Yeah. <laughing> <laughs> so cute. For sure. <laughs> okay, which is cuter? Uh-huh. A dog almost saying I love you or a big dog sitting on your lap cuz it thinks it's a little dog?
0: I have an immediate answer. Okay. It's the it's the big dog on the lap.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And how did you know that immediately?
0: There's two reasons. Besides the besides the natural affinity for like big dogs in general cuz I'm cuz I'm 6'3", so like I like Something that he feels sized dogs. for me. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I really like that. I really like feeling like I'm not going to break a dog in half by like kind of cuddling it a little bit.
1: Of mice and men sort of thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: but, it's, but the other thing that made me just like, I know this, is um, the dogs, like animals, like speaking language... It's a co- it's a coincidence, and it's like it's creepy. It doesn't. It's it's. I don't know if it's like uncanny valley or whatever, but it's just like truly,
1: unspeaking. oh I, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. It's not. It's not cute. It's like when someone puts a human shirt on a dog. Yes. A dog in a dog shirt can be cute. Right. Dog in a human shirt. Ooh. ooh, 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 ooh. Just no. it's just
0: it's just trash like
1: it's trash <laughs>
0: it's it's a complete it's a complete fashion faux pas the you're, dog the you're ruining shirt.
1: this dog is so tacky that's um, right. and the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah the i love you dogs it's like it's like right. it's like ugh, very whiny yelpy
0: yes it, it it does sound kind of disgusting and also they're not actually <laughs> saying i love you
1: no, someone trained them. They probably like hit them a thousand times to get them to make that sure. noise. <laughs> sure. But you know the animal talking that I do like is the cat's saying no.
0: <laughs> okay. <When> you... <laughs> I do I do like that. <laughs> there's there's that cat there's that recent cat video that went around in the internet of like, you know, someone turns a corner to their cat and the cat says, "Well hi." <laughs> like a southern gentleman and i love that that is really cute
1: i don't know dogs. that What?
0: i guess it's just dogs that i don't
1: it's talk. just dogs that talk no yeah that's a no okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i never knew that like i've never put that together that dogs talking not cute cats talking cute. oh yeah so i just discovered this because oh, yeah. yeah oh <laughs> right. yeah you write a paper on it <laughs> okay which is cuter a baby elephant or a baby hippo
0: Oh, they're both really cute. They both are very, very cute.
1: Yeah, this might be the hardest question.
0: Okay. I see why you saved it for third. <laughs> All right. <laughs> baby elephant or baby hippo? They both really are very cute. They act very adorably, the both of them uh-huh. in very unique like- ways.
1: Like the big dog sitting on your lap, I think it's a little dog. Have you seen that video of the baby elephant sitting on people's laps?
0: That is very cute. I also, I think they would crush me.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I think they even would. the baby
0: elephant is very big. <laughs>
1: they're so big. Yeah,
0: yeah. But But that is very cute.
1: <laughs> the cutest. They always knock the people over. They're like, Whoa. right, right. Um, it's it's amazing. Though I love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I have to, If I had to definitively answer, I guess. This feels very cruel because it feels, what's like, what's the term for when you hate dumb people? You're a dumbest or something like that. I I don't know, but the elephant, they're just a little, they're a little more intelligent than a hippo. They have Mm -hmm. emotional depth, which I really Mm -hmm. love. And the baby elephants in particular are just, I don't know, they are so sensitive and, beautiful and so are baby hippos baby hippos are also very cute but baby hippos also like grow up to be extremely like malicious right very malicious. hippos will (laughs) yeah they're very dangerous
1: see that's what i thought you were going for was like you didn't want to blame the hippos for like the baby hippos for how big hippos are violent or whatever but but we i i don't know that much about baby hippos maybe they're little fucking assholes too when do they start killing you you know what I, I mean. I guess when like, they get
0: when they get big enough,
1: they probably would kill you if they could when they were <laughs> the moment they're born.
0: Every I don't know. I have seen like baby hippo videos of the baby like biting down on the mm. on the like trainer or whatever, and it's cute because it's a baby. But then like, wait, mm-hmm. that behavior, if done by this this baby five years later, <laughs> would destroy this human being. <laughs> Who knows? Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. A very complex question.
1: <laughs> okay. I have uh, two more. Oh boy. Which is cuter, a pig eating a cookie or a pig rolling a ball around?
0: You're very smart to do to make the animal pigs in both scenarios.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew I had to for you. You love pigs too much. Another animal yeah. wouldn't stand a chance. I love
0: pigs. <laughs> pigs. Pigs and bears. That's my top two. But anyway.
1: Oh, oh, wow. That would have been really fucked up if I paired the pig against a bear. Oh,
0: true. Yeah. All right. But anyway, <laughs> don't even want to imagine that. Uh, okay. So a pig uh, – playing with a ball versus a Mm -hmm. pig eating a cookie. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They both are very cute. And like one of my favorite videos, no, it's like one of my favorite, like genre of video on the internet is pigs eating cookies
1: okay you, yeah see I knew I was being unfair because I remember you sending me one once where a pig is like under a blanket and it comes out from under the blanket
0: don't assume my answer yet though.
1: okay I didn't okay okay sorry okay. sorry
0: no it's okay but like yes exactly <laughs> that video is very cute of the pig under a blanket it's like kind mm-hmm. of asleep put a little cookie <laughs> under the nose you can see the pig like smell it and there's like oh wait a minute <laughs> yeah. I love that.
1: I'll wake up for this. I
0: love that shit. <laughs> but um, I will say that um, cookies I don't think are are ultimately good for piggies. I don't think that they're good food for Probably piggies. Not. So the – and pushing a ball around, that's a healthy physical activity. And it's also extremely mm-hmm. cute. I love to, love to watch pigs have fun and be joyous. So I'm going to go with that, the ball one.
1: Okay, nice. So yeah. Choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't sure. The pushing the ball around, um, putting its head in a bucket, eating a watermelon. I wasn't sure what to make that second option. They both are
0: good. Both uh, those other options are very good.
1: Okay. I feel like you may have landed on the other option if you're going with the health aspect maybe not the bucket but definitely the watermelon
0: i do like the bucket though (laughs) the bucket i think is pretty harmless because pigs already have like bucket shaped heads right so there's never a risk of it getting stuck
1: yeah true yeah they'd probably be pretty safe in there to right around yeah (laughs) okay a hen sitting on kittens to keep them Uh warm like they're her chicks Uh uh-huh or a deer that's friends with a blind horse
0: the horse is blind.
1: The horse is blind.
0: Does the horse even know that the deer is a deer?
1: Well, no, I don't know. I I'm mean, the sure deer is it. short. It certainly probably knows it's some sort of animal that's not a full-grown horsey.
0: Maybe this blind horse thinks that the deer is its baby. Because it, <laughs> it miscarried when it, oh my God. it never actually came to fruition with a with a full foal.
1: Wow, so you must have loved like the Dark night and uh, like you like a dark, gritty storyline. I'm just, <laughs> I
0: was, I was actually pandering. I was trying to,
1: <laughs> I went
0: darker than I would usually oh. go because I, oh. I know that you love trauma.
1: <laughs> okay, trying to please me, right? Right? That's, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't about me. This is about you. Okay, and what you find cute? So
0: my natural instincts. I think naturally I will just say the kittens because they're the baby. They're the only baby in this entire scenario. So it's a, yeah. And then mother hen. Yeah. Chickens don't know what the fuck they're doing. So like,
1: Oh my God. I know. It's like, are they being like sweet or are they just so stupid? They're (laughs) like, I don't know. It's warm. Do I sit on it? (laughs) (laughs) Either
0: way, I love it. Although there are those videos of like chickens and turkeys like running for another human being to let the human being embrace them. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know.
1: Those are good. That's very cute.
0: So I don't know how smart chickens are. I think chickens like lack. Logical intelligence, but they could have a deep emotional life.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. I think it was Paul of Tompkins who said chickens are like crazy stupid. He had some sort of story <laughs> about the pecking order. I think is where it came from that he like had to interact with chickens and they were like really mean to each other, but also like so stupid, like houseflies or something.
0: <laughs> so that's where pecking but... order comes from.
1: <laughs> okay, so. You are a musician, so I have a couple of games that are around that. Mm-hmm. So this first one, I'm going to read you two sets of lyrics. Okay. And you're going to tell me which one is a kid's bop lyric <laughs> and which one did I make up. It's going to be near impossible to know.
0: So wait, a okay. <laughs> So so it's a po- it would be a popular song if it was a kid's bop lyric. Yes. Okay. All right, good to know.
1: You'll, yes, you'll know the song. All right. I'll tell you what the song is. Okay. Thank you next by Ariana Grande. The lyric is
0: Oh, the censored version. I see now. The Kids Bop version yes, of the, the lyrics. Alright, I got it now. Break it. <laughs>
1: I'm so I'm so grateful for my ex, or I'm so fucking mad you gave me lice.
0: <laughs> it could be two. <laughs> I don't. I guess I'll say the first one. That's the Kids Bop one.
1: That is the Kids okay. Bop one. Yes, I got it. See, and I thought. Uh, let me tell you my idea for this game. So initially. I did write real like alternate lyrics that like were plausible. Yeah. But then I was like, God, is that fucking boring? (laughs) So then I also wrote crazy ones. So it's really, we can do either the real version or the crazy version. I thought that that,
0: (laughs) that hypothetical version is interesting to me. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Cause really.
0: There's something I can get wrong. There's a challenge aspect. (laughs) But I also okay. like this version because <laughs> your substitute lyrics are very good.
1: Okay. So what I'll do is I'll start with the real two options. And then after I'll just tell you the ones that they really should have used. My my crazy ones. That sounds
0: okay? great. That's best of both okay, worlds.
1: Perfect. Okay. New Rules by Dua Lipa. Is that how you say your name?
0: I don't know. I don't know the song. Dua Lipa, I thought it was.
1: Dua Lipa. I don't okay. know. I don't hear things out loud. Once um, when I was like 12, I went to the record store and I asked them if they had an NSYNC album and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life,
0: right? But you didn't know, like,
1: I didn't know. Yeah. But that's the unfortunate thing about when you look older than your age, then when you do stupid stuff, people are not really forgiving. They think
0: it's an adult (laughs) being a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Oh, so so what's
0: the original lyric? Do you know the original lyric? Because I don't know this song.
1: I think it is three, don't be his friend. You know you'll only wake up in his bed in the morning. Goodness. Uh huh. I know. Well, I and see the need to like, censor we that. Do this, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Let's give this song to kids. There, the two options are three: just be his friend. You know that being all alone can get kind of boring. Okay. Or three: don't be his friend. You know you're gonna meet up with your friends in the morning.
0: So I'm guessing which one's a real kids Bob lyric. I.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I'm inclined to say the first one Why? Because B still implies that sex could happen <laughs> right. Like what's? The, what are you doing for the rest of the evening? Why can't you be with your friends now?
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's so true Unfortunately B is the kids Bob lyric Goodness. They did kids not think bop this bop through What are you doing? <laughs> I know they they changed they
0: changed a like not really bad suggestive lyric to like something almost equal. <laughs> they didn't do anything; yes. they just made the lyric worse.
1: <laughs> okay, and then my suggestion is three. What's two times ten? I have a really hard test coming up in the morning. <laughs> just a nice relatable kids lyric.
0: Yes, that's great. That is really good. I think the kids bop should take that opportunity more to just like really pander to being a good school kid. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know what I learned from reading through a lot of the kids bop lyrics is that the worst lyrics, they put the word kids bop in there. Like if it says like motherfucker or something, they're like kids bop. It's like they can't. (laughs) They didn't even bother. I don't know. Who
0: cares? (laughs) Kids' Pop.
1: Oh, like, uh, like in that Iconopop Pop song where it says, um, "I'm a '90s bitch." Yes. They say I'm a Kids' Pop kid. Okay, well. So, like, they, that they works. It, it does work for sure, but it's just I've noticed they they tend to only put right. Kids' Pop in when it's like a really rough kind of. So I will. I, w-
0: I want to say though, Valerie, that your mm-hmm. <laughs> your suggestion this time or your like funny version um uh-huh. because it didn't have a cuss in it could, <laughs> you could have fooled me. You? could have fooled me yeah <laughs> so so just like there's there's some okay. info
1: yeah okay see and i i should have known like you don't have the kids bop experience i have after no. reading through these kids bop lyrics i know that they're all like very normal and pretty close to the original lyrics, generally. Yes. But you don't know that. Right. So, I, yeah, although, I should. Although have really... you have
0: told me twice now.
1: Well, no, right But I any of my other ones are normal. Oh, okay,
0: good. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. TikTok by Kesha. Uh huh. Before I leave, brush my teeth, scrub them nice and clean. Or before I leave, brush my teeth, comb my hair in the back. And do you know the original lyric? I do.
0: Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack.
1: Absolutely. Of course. It's
0: a <laughs> modern day classic. <laughs> um, I want to say A, the first one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They really went hard on the toothbrushing.
0: Yes. And I, I like that. Like that's, okay. that's what yeah. I want more, more of from kids, Bob. That's why I would have liked your answer last time to be the real lyric. Okay.
1: You like the math, brush your teeth, yes. be nice to your I like, mom. I like, I like
0: being really obvious about it.
1: <laughs> Where kids won't even enjoy it. I feel like when you go too hard on that stuff, kids are like, I'm going to listen to True, true.
0: And I forgot that the audience is kids. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the parents like it more than the kids. Right, fans. exactly. Like, before I leave, go to church and I take a long nap. I like before picturing she, singing that.
0: But before she leaves.
1: She goes to Yeah, she makes a quick... And sp- she takes a nap.
0: Right. I guess she lives right next door to her, the church. <laughs> her house is connected to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then the next song is I Love It by Iconopop. Mm-hmm. You drove your car across the bridge. I watched you let it swim. Or you drove your car over the bridge, so you could take me home. <laughs> one of those is really from a kids pop song. Is that crazy? They're both awful.
0: <laughs> the first one is very sad <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's dark for sure.
0: It make, so it makes me want to say B is the correct answer.
1: A is the correct answer. Damn it.
0: Kids Bop. Kids got some the problems.
1: <laughs> they do. And sometimes I wonder if they have like one of their lyricists that's kind of like, like Walt Disney or whatever. Mm-hmm. Their animators like putting dicks on the castle for Little Mermaid. If they're kind of like, you well, know, they notice and are kind of like wink, winking at it's something that's not totally innocent. Could be. I don't know. I mean, it's not that extreme, but it just has a little bit of a like the car sleeping with the fishes, yeah, like that it just feels
0: well well, I wonder if like because like because of what you said before, like you don't want to be too obvious or kids are going to hate it like i <laughs> yeah. there's there's darkness in pretty much all of like modern pop music, so I guess they're just yeah. trying to sort of sanitize the darkness, but still keeping it interesting,
1: yeah, I don't know. But really, how much do we need to protect kids? When you watch the kids' movies, a lot of them are really dark, too. Yeah. So
0: Also, what know. is preventing kids from hearing the regular versions of these songs? The, I've, yes. I've never understood that. They have a radio, and now they have the internet. They can literally yes. pull anything up. Like...
1: My mom was a bus driver and she said that the kids would would always want to listen to the stations that she knew played songs that like weren't appropriate. Right. And then when there was a song on that wasn't appropriate, the kids loved like scream singing the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Like do you remember that song? It's like Romeo and Juliet. Hot sex on yeah. the planet yeah. just to get you wet, or whatever they say. Um she said they would sing that and go hot sex like so loud it'd be
0: like oh well that's like that's that's obvious kid behavior because because younger yeah, younger people sure. love to be rebellious they do yeah. stuff yes. like even if they won't ever they won't ever connect with this in their adult life as like a self assured yeah. human but for now this feels provocative and so i love it yes.
1: yeah. <laughs> crash what is the song the real song it's like i, I crash my, my car, car into, into a bridge. bridge i don't care Yeah, Yeah, I let it burn or whatever. Okay, so mine is, I killed a dog with my bare hands and then I called my mom. Because it's still, you still would probably call your mom. If you're a kid killing a dog, even if you have serial killer tendencies, you're probably going to call your mom. I don't know. That was my thought. Anyway, Glad You Came by The Wanted. Do you know this song?
0: Yes, I do. I'm glad you came. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: That sounds right. I know it's hard to sing some of the songs that are. Well, like, the, the lyrics of this song of are not
0: the interesting part. Yeah, yeah.
1: These are the fucking options. Here we go. Gave you a little wink, then asked you to dance, or hand you another dance. Dance it if you can. And the real lyrics right. are hand you another dance yeah. if you can. And I'm
0: just thinking and I'm just thinking of that lyric right now, isolated by itself. Very rapey. <laughs> Yeah. Just keeps mm-hmm. keeps keeps funneling drinks to this girl? What are you doing, buddy?
1: Because let her make her own drink decision. It you can <laughs> drink does it. kind of imply she's maybe at her limit.
0: Right. And it also has a little bit of an egging on. Like, what are you right. gonna be a fucking pussy? You yeah, know how men you, you know, you know how men talk to chicks. Yeah. <laughs> like they're bros.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh so so <laughs> where were the options again?
1: Hand you another dance, dance it if you can. Uh, or gave you a little wink, then asked you to dance.
0: I would say that one, the second one. Gave you a little wink.
1: Yeah. It's the first one. Oh damn it. Hand you a dance. Dance it if you, you can.
0: You you are and the other one is you too, by the way, right? You that's your original
1: the give you gave you a wink asked you to dance yeah that's that's mine
0: yours has much more grace than kids
1: <laughs> the yeah i i really think they should hire me yes. i would love that job, yes like more than anything. you should
0: have that job <laughs> for sure
1: okay thank you mm-hmm. this is really boosting myself oh yeah so then my alternative lyric option is wash my hair in the sink all I want is death.
0: <laughs> so, narrative of the song. We're not at the club anymore. <laughs> You're not there with that girl who you were handing drinks. You're <laughs> home now. You're feeling suicidal. <laughs> the night didn't go well.
1: Uh, maybe it's a flashback. Maybe it's a... All right, you that's know, interesting. I don't know. Like, that's that, interesting. There could be a narrative tool. Could be. Could be.
0: There. Very interesting. <laughs>
1: hotline Oh
0: yeah
1: okay started caring less and going out more dancing your heart out there on the dance floor or started calling less not playing no more spending more time out there on the dance floor
0: this this original lyric is not bad
1: yeah i'm trying to remember what is it Mm -hmm. started calling less started calling less and going out more Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. Hanging with some girls I've never seen before. Okay. So, yeah, not that bad, but I guess they talk about champagne, so... Yep,
0: exactly. (laughs) Either Yeah, it's just the champagne. But, okay, so what were the options again?
1: Started caring less and going out more. Dancing your heart out there on the dance floor. Or started calling less, not playing no more. Spending more time out there on the dance floor.
0: I guess... I guess the dancing on the dance floor <laughs> one
1: is the real I one. I think so. Yeah. See, yes. Cause bad, learning cause about Learning. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. My, my idea started building bombs and sending death threats, ingesting <laughs> cocaine. Like it was
0: that's what's happening to the, the subjects? Girls like <laughs> <laughs> the girls look like Polly Shore. Okay. What's happening to the subject of your parody? (laughs) Something dark is happening.
1: Yeah. I think kids should learn about the complexities of life. Because these are things they're going to go through. I mean, it it would make
0: them more interesting adults to you.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I I hope they learn from these songs. I I
0: do just want to like quickly editorialize about Hotline Bling real quick and say Mm -hmm. that... I think I I did like this song a lot when it came out, but again, isolating the lyrics from it, this song's kind of nasty. Drake's a dick. He's not a nice guy. Mm. He's 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 saying you're not a good girl anymore. You used yes. to be a good girl because she was with Drake. Like I don't know, asshole. Right. Really bad the guy. The
1: second she's not with him, it's like, wait a you're minute. You're not a good
0: girl. You're
1: kind of now. Yeah, exactly. You're a... very yeah. He's very judgmental. Yeah
0: that happens in a lot of pop music these days. There's it's, there's very, very like problematic lines of thinking that are the most popular songs in the world.
1: And I think like in general, I think even a lot of older songs, especially like written by men, when you listen to the lyrics now, you're like, Oh wow. They're like very controlling, very judgmental. A lot of like calling girls sluts and stuff like that. That's been going on for a very long time. Beatles songs are
0: horrible. Like I,
1: Oh, wow. For, really? for
0: sure. Well, like, a lot of a lot of John Lennon's songs are about, like, women being untrue and thus, like, not deserving happiness. There's one song where he, like, literally talks about killing a girl if she ever cheated on him.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, I, with a lot of older music, I have to do a lot of, well, I mean, it was a different time about right. the lyrics. But I also, but, like, That would be like more relevant, more justified to me if music had actually changed. But it's just like more subtle now. They're just like not overtly talking about treating women like shit. That's a tangent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Again, this is because you're a musician. Uh Uh-huh. So you create a lot of... Intros, a lot of songs, whatever mm-hmm. you might call them for podcasts. So I want to see, do you even appreciate what other people make or are you just about yourself?
0: Okay. So the- <laughs> what a selfish motherfucker.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the podcast yeah. and you're going to sing me the jingle.
0: The the real yes. theme song. Okay. All right. Let's find out. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts anymore though, Valerie. So I guess we're going to find out. We're going to find out. All right. Okay. Never not
1: funny. Please hell? get the fuck
0: out of Awful. Really horrible. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. It sucks. That song sucks.
1: It's a rough one. It's so cheesy. It doesn't
0: I mean, I don't listen to Never Not Funny anymore. Like I kind of grew out of liking Jimmy Pardo, but uh it didn't match the show even before like right. when, when i liked the show a lot like i don't know it's just yeah, a bad it's, song
1: it's never felt like the right vibe and just that it's been one of those days it just feels like that monica song that's like i think about her period i don't know
0: it makes yeah it makes me think of a better song i love <laughs> i love that song it's just yeah, one of those days don't take your personality yeah <laughs> That's a great song. Yeah,
1: Monica's great. Yeah. Okay. Why won't you date me?
0: Why won't you date me? Why won't you date me? Why won't you date me? Doesn't she just like go on like yeah. that for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then at the end she has her little laugh. <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: And she sounds like it's a Pee Wee Herman laugh is something I've noticed. It literally <laughs> she laughs like Pee Wee Herman and that's not even an insult. I love Pee Wee Herman.
0: She does have a very unique laugh, and you are right; it is very similar to Pee Wee, for sure. Okay,
1: Dough Boys.
0: How do I sing this? Dough, uh... <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 it's a Doughboys. If it's do, Dough Doughboys, do, do Boys,
1: Perfect, you figured it out. Uh huh. Hollywood Handbook.
0: Meg Ryan, Richard Gere, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rupert Grant. Small, 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 here comes Hayes and Sean. Whoa, whoa, Hollywood Handbook.
1: Perfect. And next time, less eye-rolling, more smile on the face. All right. (laughs) Unqualified with Anna Faris. Any memory of this? She's unqualified, unqualified.
0: And then it does that again. (laughs) It's, Wonderful. It, it's not very good. I should I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say that stuff, by the way, right? I shouldn't like say like I hate this. <laughs> they're
1: terrible. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're, they're not invalid as as people. I just don't care for their stuff.
1: Well, you know what's interesting? Okay. So now on unqualified, this is gossip here. Okay. Unqualified. So she used to have that co-host.
0: She did? Sam. Oh. He's, well, he barely he, talked. He
1: right? wasn't a co-host, but he would, yeah. I mean, he would chime in a little too much um and give his bad advice. Uh-huh. And he was just like very boring, but would also like praise her too much. It was just he was very annoying. So he's not on there anymore. They've had a falling out. Okay? Oh,
0: interesting. Did she talk yes. about that?
1: No. Okay. They just didn't have a podcast for like months. Okay. But now it's back and the theme song is different, which leads me to believe he chose that shit cuz now um i think it's just instrumental but it's nice i mean it sounds kind of cool
0: it's much better than like the creed shit that was there so that's a interesting theory i mean i certainly love those little juicy <laughs> like rumor mill podcast <laughs> behind the scenes stuff yeah
1: yeah i know okay. i want i want to know more
0: I've listened to like to like six or seven episodes of that okay. show, like like I think I think like we listened to it initially together, and that yeah. was when it was when she was still married to Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah, and now he's engaged to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, or married to her.
0: Yeah, very strange, Chris Pratt. Very, really weird yeah. guy really weird he guy He turned
1: out to be really different than I think people expected like cuz his character on Parks and Rec is like so silly and Self- then
0: self-aware you would think that yeah, he'd be more self-aware yeah
1: Yeah like and he just really I don't know it's hard to get a read on him
0: That is the case with almost everyone that we like find endearing in a TV show or on a yes. podcast or something like that they have some st- really stupid fucking opinions about some shit or I don't know.
1: Often when they're not trying to entertain you anymore and they're just being sincere, you're like either they're terrible or they're boring. Well it's
0: like that's so that's tying back to what a little what we were talking about before, but that's manipulative. Like that's also why I distrust people who are naturally like really good performers.
1: Because Mm -hmm. they can
0: create I don't know. They can create their own narratives in the other person's head.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just
0: making shit up. It reminded me of uh, something that uh, Clifford said that I really liked about um, shortcuts to intimacy, about how people who are really good at that are often like the kind of person who will just like instantly ghost you and not give a shit about how you feel or anything.
1: Yeah, someone who makes you feel like so loved when you've only known them a week or something may make you feel like. You never knew them, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. I, when you brought up Cliff and something he said, I was like, ooh, are we going to get to talk shit on Cliff now? Nah. <laughs> we'll say that for episode two. Okay. Well, episode two will be all about the things we don't like about our friends.
0: Sounds good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can't wait.
1: All the games will be like, who is worse?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Who is worse? I love comparing people. I love comparing people with feelings and individual lives. Yeah. Let's make them better or worse than each other.
1: (laughs) I think that'll be really fun. For sure. With special guest Lauren Lapkus.
0: She's the host, but she's always the guest. And the guest is the host, but she's not always the host. It's with special guests. Dun, dun. Long lap kiss with the host, somebody else.
1: Amazing. Wow. So what's really incredible is that you remember the themes like instantly. You don't need a minute to remember them.
0: You are, you're naming podcasts that I, like, listen to multiple episodes of. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm giving this to Luck, I think.
1: I wasn't going to go crazy. I wasn't going to give you, like, the Team Coco podcast or something that, like, you probably haven't listened to. Or, like, in conversation with Jeff Garland or whatever they're all called. Like, the Ken yeah. Pollock chat the show. The Apple like. Sisters. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dear Dad. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Yeah, there's so many, like, short-lived ones. I'm trying to remember. What was that political one? Hard Nation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. do you know instantly? See, Because got this-
0: I, I, I used to, around the time that Hard Nation was out, I listened to, like, so many podcasts. I was, like, obsessed yeah. with them. Yeah.
1: I See, I did, too, but I still don't remember fucking Hard Nation that quick.
0: <laughs> well, I also, I get a kick out of, like, out of, like, encyclopedic shit. I like just yeah. like knowing stupid, useless information, <laughs> like podcast names.
1: Like when anybody brings up like a deep cut reference on a podcast, it's like always Crystal Pepsi. That's like the one. Crystal Pepsi and Friendster, I would say, are the two that people say a lot that it's like, we get it. You remember it because someone else brought this up recently. So.
0: <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah. It they they <laughs> They were reminded of it in their actual life. And then, right. and then they were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this in my comedy.
1: No, you have to come up with one that we really haven't thought of in years or whatever, you know.
0: Well, I find that you should go with the, with what is specifically interesting to you. Like, go That's with true. what you loved if you were that age. And if you weren't around yeah. when stuff like that was popular, don't make jokes. Don't make retro jokes. Like,
1: That's true. That's a good way to do it. The last topic that I have selected for us is bloodborne
0: oh okay yeah yeah
1: so first you can just if you want just talk about it what you like about it or whatever (laughs) we would play it together right but then sometimes i would just watch you play probably
0: it's it was hard to play multiplayer with a lot of those those kinds of games it's always like complicated actually playing with each other
1: especially when they like make you have an item or whatever and like anytime you die you have to go like use the item and put down the you know, like, all that and, shit, like...
0: And also, both people have to proceed individually before they can... So, Like, I would have to be ahead of you in order to go back and help you proceed through what you're doing.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah so,
0: yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like... But the multiplayer could have been better, because that's a great game.
1: Yeah, and Dark Souls is similar, where they just... They really make it challenging to play with a friend. It's like...
0: Right, I just, and those games are so fun to play, like... That would be great if you actually could play with your friends easily.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they're complicated by having items involved and stuff, but whatever. Whatever, whatever guys. Whatever, whatever. So when is the last time you played Bloodborne, first of all?
0: Um, I sold my PS4 last year, uh, last summer, and so it would probably have been March or April. I don't think I beat it or anything, but I think that I played like a couple bosses.
1: So, do you miss it? I
0: I do miss it. It that's that's the thing that sucks about games that only come out on one console Mm
1: -hmm. or whatever is that I
0: have to have a PlayStation to play Bloodborne now. I can't like get it on my computer or whatever. So, did
1: you sell your PS4 so you could get a Nintendo Switch?
0: (laughs) No, I had (laughs) an. That
1: was just a separate event. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I was just
1: wondering because you said it's only on one system. So I was like, oh, did you get it to like replace it with something else? Oh, no.
0: Well, no, I I sold my PS4 because last year, because of my extremely bad decisions with money, I really was in a lot of debt.
1: So just general money thing that that makes exactly and I
0: wasn't like really playing it that much. There was only a couple games that I like really loved on the PS4.
1: Yeah, well, that's what's kind of weird, I think, about this new like, generation. It's not even a new generation. It's been so long now that the PS4 has been out. But the PS3, I felt like, had so many good games. And mm-hmm. then the PS4 has, like, I don't know, a handful maybe. Maybe, like, I don't know, at most 20 probably in all <laughs> of the years it's been out, but maybe less than that.
0: Possibly. I guess I would have to think about what games were out on PS3 versus ps4 i had a ps3 for a lot longer than ps4 i know that
1: i'm gonna look at how many years the ps3 was out versus the ps4 so far
0: so good ps3 games there was the original dark souls was on there demon souls 2 which i really like dragon age i played on the ps3 what did you play what are your favorite ps3 games
1: little big planet
0: oh sure yeah that was so fun when it came out
1: yeah so fun and last of us of course my favorite game of course that's
0: right (laughs) of course
1: resident evil 5
0: oh yeah wait we played that with chris and sheva yes (laughs) yeah that's right yeah
1: even though that game's like not great or anything it's like it is fun
0: it's mindless fun there's a lot of games that i like like that
1: other PS3 games, I know there have to be, like, so many more. Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, Mod Nation.
0: Okay. Ugh,
1: what the fuck is that game called? Rayman.
0: Rayman. Really Rayman good. Legends? Or whatever. Yes. Yeah, that one is really good. I liked that one.
1: Yeah, that one's really fun. Silent Hill, there were, I think, sure. a couple.
0: So, it sounds, like, it sounds like the PS4 is lacking in good horror games.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe that's just, like, my main interest, so they don't have, like, tons. But I also haven't really tried the ones they do have. I mean, I played Until Dawn, but that's, like, I don't know, much more story-based.
0: The remastered Resident Evils are apparently really cool.
1: I, I did play the new Resident Evil. I maybe bought some of the remastered ones, but didn't really play them, because they still, like... I think with the remastered one, still use like the original controls that mm. are like clunky, really fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's hard for me to convince myself to play that. And also I think uh, last time I tried to play Resident Evil four, I think I was just like too scared. I was like, I don't want to do this. Okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the chainsaw guy. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. can't, I can't take chainsaw people. They really scare me. But with the controls being hard to like, Sure. Getting myself to put up with that for the fear was like too hard. <laughs> but
0: you're right, you're right though that there there really isn't like that that many good groundbreaking like scary kind of games. Like you did yeah. like Bloodborne, and that's the that's really the most immediate example I can think of of a good like kind of horror game on the PS4.
1: Yeah, well, even I mean Bloodborne and Dark Souls like I was looking at something Oh, I was—I just I think just looking through the bosses from Bloodborne, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my God, these really are scary!" Like They're I feel freakies, like when fuck, I play yeah. it, I don't necessarily think of it as scary. I think that boss is going to be really hard, yeah. But I'm not always like scared. But just looking at the images, I was like, "Yeah, this really is like very scary." That's
0: true, though. You don't really get an opportunity to look at the bosses because the <laughs> and, like any boss can kill you immediately if you're not paying yeah. attention. But yeah, Bloodborne in particular, like some really like horrifying like body horror weird shit. I don't know. I love that yeah. game. It's really good.
1: It's so good. So what I did is I just wrote down some of the boss names for like yeah. some of the more memorable bosses. Yeah. So I want to just talk about some of those. So the first one is Vicar Amelia.
0: Vicar Amelia. Is that the one who turns into the wolf creature?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's right. It's like looks like a dog in a wedding dress or something. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, because I think that she's in her, she's a human, and then she turns into a beast like when you enter the room to attack oh, okay. you. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That's a that's a good boss. That's a really hard boss. That's some, that's something that I really like about Bloodborne is uh is like there's this. With the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne games, they never really explain what the story is at all. You kind of have to figure it out for yourself. But just the environments and, like, atmospheres that they create are so eerie and unsettling. And I love mm-hmm. all of, like, the dark religious stuff that's going on in the backgrounds, which you later mm-hmm. find out is connected to, like, them worshipping literal fucking aliens.
1: Right, yeah, it's
0: insane. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like when the um, when the game turns from like horror to sci-fi, like some it of does, the bosses are like, "Oh, well, that's <laughs> really interesting." That
0: I, yeah, it is. It is weird, but I do kind of like that twist because that's that's what was originally turning the people into beasts is mm. them like like misusing the power of these aliens or whatever. But then like the aliens aren't good either, so. I don't know it's so it's very complicated I don't really have it straight
1: (laughs) yeah no I don't either the witch of Hemwick
0: oh I remember this this is like kind of a this is almost a mini boss this is a pretty easy boss but the they they go invisible and then they like summon clones of themselves
1: yes and she like looks like she's like a little old lady covered in barnacles yeah
0: yeah that's right yeah Uh (laughs) it's just
1: so cool yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then she, doesn't she like try to pull your head off or something terrible? I just like cut your, saw your I don't know.
0: That, that might be one of her like grab moves. Yeah. You know how every boss like has a move where they like, if, if you don't, it's obvious they're coming for you. And if you don't get <laughs> out of the way in time, they're going to do something fucked up to you. <laughs> something
1: really terrible. That's probably yeah. what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just really, I don't know. I just really like that one. I think the whole environment of like climbing up the, rafters or whatever and uh looking for her and uh because she goes invisible like you were saying mm-hmm. like i don't know i just really i just really like that one This one really fun
0: i like that one too
1: and i think it's in like my favorite area of the game like where you have those giant guys walking around that like axe you yeah the huge like i just love that it's so fun
0: it's like yeah it, that's uh that's the area that connects to the castle or no, yes. that's where the carriage picks you up from. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That is a cool area.
1: <laughs> and then the castle is like so scary. I mean, just a lot of difficult things happening yeah. there.
0: <laughs> Maybe the hardest boss in the game and the castle.
1: Yeah. I think. Rom the vacuous spider.
0: Yeah. Now this is a fucked up boss. This is this is like the point in the game where it starts becoming like cosmic horror. I think Mm. because I think this is this is like the first time that you experience like something like that's not like beastly it's just like a straight-up alien this is yeah this is a tough boss though. I did eventually figure out that if you just, like, run in circles big enough, you can look for your opportunities to get in there.
1: That's, yeah, because I remember that one being, like, so annoying where I'm, like, screaming.
0: I mean, it's it did take me, like, 17 tries.
1: <laughs> I like that his name is um, the vacuous spider, which I'm pretty sure just means stupid spider, right? Like yeah. <laughs> It's just very silly to have it be such a like well, there's insulting thing.
0: I think there actually is a reason for that. Like I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it on the spot, but um, almost every like weird, unusual like naming decision or something like that in this game actually has a pretty good story behind it. But no, this is just strategy for fighting them. I don't know. <laughs> Great, that's what we want. Right, but I think <laughs> I think it's like an experiment because you go to. The spiders like area at that. It's like a school or an academy or something like that.
1: Did you play the dungeons at all? I think is what I they did.
0: Are. I did. There's no like story there, but they're pretty fun. Yeah. The those dungeons are like they're randomly generated. Like like no oh. one has the same dungeon created. And I think that almost every boss has a dungeon version. There's also bosses that aren't even in the main game in the dungeon. There's like a handful.
1: I thought they were really cool when I went in. I mean, they were kind of like stressful and scary because of it just seemed like um, you had to do more to get to the checkpoints and stuff at certain points. But I thought they were all just designed in a really interesting way. And I don't know, it was a fun addition, like yeah. a good downloadable content type of thing.
0: For sure. It's good for extending the game. Like if if yeah. you're if you're done with the story. Like I that's I that's what I did after I beat the game. I played like a good chunk of those yeah. dungeons.
1: Because you're not ready for it to be over. That's right. That's
0: <laughs> Before I move on to New Game Plus too.
1: Well and what's the one that came out? What was the uh is Hunters something or The
0: Old uh, Hunters. Yeah. That's a really good DLC. Yes. That's like Yeah, that's, like, a very good game in itself. Did you play that?
1: Yes. I don't recall if I went all the way through, though, because it is, like, really hard. I know, like, for sure I didn't beat the last boss because, I don't know, I, like, tend to give up on certain bosses if they're too hard because I've just... (laughs) I don't know that's always my least favorite part of the game because I, I get too scared i get it
0: <laughs> i get it it's a pain in the ass for sure
1: yeah that's a lot like you were saying like even for you who's like really good at the games to take you 17 times or whatever yeah. to beat from like oh my god so that means for me it's like 100 times
0: <laughs> and i don't um and i don't think i have the patience really for games like this anymore like maybe oh, one maybe really? one playthrough when it comes out, so I can like experience it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, because when I was playing games like this, I was also just like I don't know, I was just like doing jack shit, and I was really into yeah games that sunk in a lot of your time.
1: So you don't want uh, an escape as much now.
0: <sighs> I mean, kinda. I think I think maybe in my brain, I am trying to remind myself of like the unhealthiness of escapes because they do, f- because they do feel good. And I mean, I don't know there's, I do really have a good time playing some games, but it also is like completely unproductive time. Mm. But that's uh, interesting.
1: Yeah. The, everyone is like different. I I saw um it was just some sort of a little image someone made recently that was about like, the different ways people feel about uh, how they spend their time. And it was like some people, some people get really crazy about like every moment they need to be doing something productive. Like Mm -hmm. they get like really upset if they're like sitting for a while, like, Oh, why did I waste that time? Um, And other people like, I'm like on the far other end of the spectrum where if I am doing something, I feel like I'm wasting my time. If (laughs) I'm, if I'm not just sitting on the couch, like dead, I'm wasting my life. It's very weird. That's
0: how I feel when I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. Like when I'm at, when I'm at like a job job, I'm just like, please let me get the fuck home to do nothing. This, (laughs) this sucks. (laughs) I hate. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I, oh yeah. It's because I spend like, I spent like eight hours playing in Mm. one sitting. Like I, I, like Um, I, I would, I would not even go outside. I'm still doing I'm still okay, so doing it. The, just... Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you doing it with now? Is it Animal Crossing?
0: Um I did play <laughs> a lot of Animal Crossing but I stopped. I have I've been playing Dragon Quest 11. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay. Good but did that
1: come out recently or
0: It came out a couple years ago but the but a like new and improved version came out on the Switch and it's really good. It's like one of Alex's oh, okay. favorite games.
1: Oh, okay. But
0: um after I get done with it, I'm really so this sort of reflects why I answered the way I did before. But I'm really, I'm trying to get on myself about like, hey, man, work on your fucking music. Like, you don't have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, the, there's a quarantine happening. You're unemployed, and you're like, you live for doing this shit, for having this free time. Like, and you're making a steady income. Like, why am I not? So after I, after I like, I'm just about done with the game. And after I get done with it, I'm gonna try to be more productive. Only because I have a very addictive personality to, like, being lazy.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to go out of your way. Mm. It's it's weird how sometimes that motivation does just come up, and other times you can't do fucking anything to get motivated. It's like I no know. matter how hard you try, your mind is like, no, stop. I don't want
0: to. I know. And that sucks. It's It sucks feeling like, uh, I don't know, just just you're sitting there. You have every intention of, like, doing something creative Because this is the thing you like to do and you're kind of good at it. You're going to feel good doing this and just like nothing happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm figuring out the discipline with it. Yeah.
1: I know some people are like, Oh, just create a schedule. And it's like, from this time to this time you're doing it. I'm just like, I think that's, yeah. For certain people, it's like, that must just be your personality that that works. I don't.
0: You also like, I'm, I'm the same way, but you, you have like a revolving sleep schedule. You have have periods of creativity sometimes very late at night.
1: I can't really anymore now that I'm fucking working again. Okay, okay. It ruins me because I, yeah. For
0: sure. But that that demonstrates that, like, that's kind of the way that you work. You sort of work according to your own whims and desires. Your body doesn't really have, like, a schedule for when when it wants to do the stuff that's going to make you feel good.
1: Yeah. So I think that's, that is what makes it hard for maybe for certain people, especially to work like normal hours, because like you said, you're at work and all you want to do is go home and do nothing because you're so drained from doing this thing you don't want to do. So, it and then it doesn't allow you the opportunity to have those whims to do something creative. They just don't come because you're so drained from doing Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That's why.
0: I, that's why I liked driving Lyft for so long. I don't know if I'm gonna do it much more, yeah. but I worked my I made my own schedule. So if I was yeah. feeling really creative, I didn't have to work. That was nice.
1: Yeah, that seems like a perfect thing as long as there's not a fucking coronavirus around. <laughs> it seems right. like a really good option right, for sure. Okay. Two more bosses I wrote oh, down. Boy. Mikolash or Michaelash, host of The Nightmare.
0: Oh, yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy that talks about, uh, ah, so some say Cosm, grant us eyes. Yeah. that's That's <laughs> an extremely annoying boss because you have to yeah. go up like 10 flights of stairs, jump down, go to like some other part just to find this guy
1: you it's such yeah. a fucking maze yeah. like trying to remember where do i have to lead him to where he finally goes into the room and then how do oh, i yeah, get into the right. room and you have to like catch him i want to say you have to like you have trap you have to trap funny. him yeah yeah it's like oh my god i just remember that part being so annoying it, it kind is. of reminds me of in a totally different way but like um I think it's Super Mario World or or maybe just Super Mario Brothers, the first one, where some of the um the castles you just have to go a certain route before it'll take you to the boss. But you don't know what it is. You just kinda oh, I'll go up on the third layer here and then the second Oh, I know layer what you're here, talking about. Then- like
0: later in the in the in the um like end of those Mario games in the last couple of levels. Yes. Yeah, I I did yeah. fucking hate that because that's completely wasted time if you choose the wrong one, and it might, yes. it might end up killing you. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you could totally run out of time yeah. just going the wrong way. You're like, fuck, what way did I not go? Right, know? right. Yeah, so that's kind of what that reminds me of. Where it's like, this isn't fun, just being lost in this house. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, and then Murgos wet nurse.
0: Oh, this is the one that's right after Mikalash. Um Yes. Yes. I like I like this one a lot. Um this is a very eerie
1: Yeah, doesn't her baby die or something? The, baby's, it's the like, baby
0: I think is crying?
1: Yeah, it's like crying the whole time. And I, I can't remember if there's a backstory to her they tell you of like
0: So I don't know. So Murgo's wet nurse I, there is a backstory, but it all, it has been like years since I looked into it. I used to know right. it, but 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 that is one of the aliens. That's one of the the great ones. Oh, okay. Because I think that then there was like, I think the aliens like kind of encouraged human beings to like do experiments, like oh, with like
1: okay. putting
0: their blood into other blood. I don't know. It's like some weird shit. Because I think that Mergo is is the product of a human and an old one.
1: Oh, okay. But
0: it, but it died. Like, it didn't live past, like, a couple days or something like that. I don't know. Oh, so, like, there, there's there's just, like, the random context that Dark yeah. Souls kind of games throw at you. And you sort of just, like, you have to kind of assume what the story is because they never tell you.
1: Right. But you know, it's creepy. Like Definitely. (laughs) This is not good. But yeah, that fight is really fun. It's definitely hard. But all of her like different forms and the way she fights is like, I don't know, that one just really sticks
0: out to me. It's it's a very pretty fight. Like that's like, she's a pretty boss. The way she kind of like glides Mm -hmm. and floats around. But, But like also like really eerie and unsettling.
1: Yeah, yeah. One, that's one of the few times I think you can get away with saying something like that. She's a pretty boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Normally, I don't know. i got, can you, I got can in you trouble for that before.
0: Stress. Man, but I always love when I get a girl boss. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Work's going to be fun.
1: <laughs> the last part of this podcast is just me asking you if there's something that you're really into that you either think I should be into or just people in general, something that you want people to enjoy, that you enjoy.
0: I'll t- I'll, I'll just talk about my current favorite band. This band I'm currently obsessed with. for I've been for like six months. I, it, they're all I listen to. This band, the Cocteau Twins. Uh, they're a Scottish group. They started in the 80s. And I would describe them... Like, if I was, like, doing, like, a Spotify version of recommendation, they would be, like, the Cranberries combined with Beach House. Except they came before oh. both those bands. Oh, wow. And... Uh,
1: Are they still making music? No. Or you're just listening? No, they, okay. they broke up in
0: 97. They were, they were a three-piece uh, uh, female vocalist. And um, the female vocalist was married to the guitarist and, like, producer Robin Guthrie. Uh, Elizabeth Fraser was a singer, and um, they're just beautiful, like she was very insecure when they put out their first album this isn't this isn't a way of recommending music, but whatever, this is just me like <laughs> talking about something not yeah, talking happen.
1: about that, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> okay <laughs> so so but this gives context I really like about the band when their first album came out, her lyrics were singled out in like a couple reviews and it wasn't even that bad but like they singled out her lyrics as being kind of like like uh flat or whatever like just like not very well written and so and she is like such a like fiery, passionate, interesting, and sensitive person that she stopped singing regular lyrics and instead just chose to sing whatever tones she thought would sound best with the song and it's just like sublimely beautiful music you know it's it's like kind of wow. like indie indie pop rock really like shimmery guitars gorgeous like soaring vocals she's like has a chorus of herself and it's just so fucking pretty
1: wow that's very interesting yeah. so the music's going and she's just like <laughs> exactly
0: like that yeah. yeah she's got a lot of soul she's real body and brassy No, she she has like she has like this really cool kind of scottish lilt in her voice and it's just like i don't know just like she just doesn't enunciate really so it's just like kind of soaring Mm -hmm. vowel sounds and stuff like that but man it fucking works it's beautiful it's gorgeous you know
1: so how do you spell that name
0: c-o-c-t-e-a-u twins
1: Okay, and then spell twins. T
0: W R four. So, so here, here, let me recommend some songs then, as as a way, as a okay. place to start.
1: Yeah, good idea.
0: So, I recommend the song Pandora for Cindy, which is a soft ballad, but it's also like very like kind of weird in their way, and I love it. It's gorgeous and woozy. Heaven or Las Vegas? I'll recommend those two. Pandora parentheses for Cindy and then the song heaven or Las Vegas, which is just one of the most beautiful fucking songs ever. The chorus of that song. Uh, I saw, I saw like a YouTube comment once, which described it as, as a goddess descending to earth. Uh, That's what Uh. they said. That's what the chorus sounds like. And it's so fucking corny, like obviously, (laughs) but when we're talking about music and we're just like being like really fucking artsy fartsy and broadly artistic, Yeah, hell yeah, that's what that sounds like. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's gorgeous. So there you go. XBFs, dead GFs, everybody's got one. XBFs, dead GFs, I'm with my friends having fun. Come on girl, tell me all about your ex-boyfriend and how he had a girlfriend who did heroin and it took her life away. I guess really what I'm trying to say is I'm the kind of guy who gets off on pain. I get pleasure from me living past shame. So if you really want to get me flirting, tell me about how your ex boy is still hurt XBF's dead GX, everybody has got one. XBF's dead GFs I'm with my friends having fun. Now the song's over.